Hello. It has been a while, hasn't it? This is Michelle with Straight from the Heart. How are you doing? How are your loved ones? How have you been doing since COVID started? Are you focusing on all the news breaks and all the doctors and all the reports that give all these stories? Or are you internalizing and being depressed and feeling afraid? Or are you doing the work and making sure that you make sure that you're well, that you're whole? Are you praying? So many people say, I pray to the universe. I pray to the God who made the universe. The universe is great, but I want to tap in to the one who made the universe because he made me and he can make me whole. He can make me well. Oh, do I go through? Yeah. I've been depressed. I've been suicidal. I have just felt like throwing in the towel, but who am I to think that my life is so hard? I sit back sometimes and watch stories based off of true events, and I'm overwhelmed at... I just watched one where the girl was left for dead for about a day and a half, couldn't remember what happened, and she finally did, and the guy thought he was going to get away with it, and she was determined to get hold and to get well and to walk into that courtroom and walk out with her head up. And people demonize you. And she made a question, why do you demonize women? But the man, it was like, oh, boys will be boys. So there's things going on out there. There's still the sex trafficking. It's not just COVID, it's everything. We're hearing about things going around. And then you have people overdoing it, talking about the end, the end, the end. And people don't get it because they see this all the time. But the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. So every day you wake up, you have to know, how can I cope? What are some coping things? You know, you do need good support. You need a support system, not just family. Family could be harsh and they don't get it. Oh yeah, you've always been sensitive. Oh yeah, you've always done this. No, you don't need that. You need to go and talk to somebody. You need to get answers. You need to get the tools to survive. You need to understand the triggers. What are the triggers when people are saying things? It's like, we don't know someone lost someone. I lost my brother when COVID first started because he had was going through chemo and it was too much for him. And it was hard. And even though he died, I got to see some of his kids that I hadn't seen in a while. And now we're trying to build on our relationships. My daughter just recently went through it and she said it was scary. And I've seen her at times be in crowds or be somewhere, no mask. And I'm like, we have to take this seriously. See, we don't ever take anything seriously until it hits close to home. Until it's our loved one that dies. It's our loved one that's crying and laying there. She was in pain. I mean, just to hear her. And she's a tough girl, pretty beautiful girl, but she was just gone. She just, she said she was so scared that she just laid there and she felt like she could feel her spirit leaving her body. And she had to cry out to God and sing and lift her hands and surrender and tell the devil, no, I will live and not die. Uh Uh-uh, not today. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. She didn't care who heard her, who was around. She just went for it and she's doing so much better now, but I told her, don't get happy. You still got to make sure your body is strong and you got to build up. Don't go back singing and performing unless you know you're really strong. Plus, 
you want to make sure that you're not, you know, taking anything back to anybody. And she knows, so she's going to make sure that she's retested. But there were people that loved on her and brought her things. But then there was some people that knew. And I don't think that people mean to ignore you or not show up. I think that people are afraid. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to take. But if you hear someone's sick, they can't get out of their house. They have COVID, something's going on. Just drop off some water. That's always a biggie. Some juice, some tissue, some soup, all the stuff, ginger tea, oregano. There's so many good things that they're telling us. Because basically it's just make, cleaning the system out and keeping the system clear. Food doesn't necessarily do any good because you want to combat that mucus, get that mucus out of your body. But it, it has been tough. And like I said, until it hits home, people aren't serious about it. Luckily, my nephew got, not luckily, but he got it, but he had been vaccinated. So he didn't have to really, he didn't get real sick, but he was still, we were still praying for him too. We don't want anyone sick. We don't want anyone getting it. And then there's questions. People don't get it. They don't trust it. There's been comments about blacks and, and, and us receiving it and what it might do to us. Then there's some people that got the shot and they're fine. And there's some people that got the shot and they died and they were okay before and healthy before. So there's fears running rapid. And when things start happening, everyone just gives up and they're like, oh, the world's going to end. You know, the world is going to end one day. We are going to die one day. But when you wake up and you're blessed with another day, lift those hands, praise God, smile, laugh, call somebody, get a, get a box of goodies that you can open and say, today I'm going to do this. I took a painting. I haven't painted in a long time because I let people's criticism get in my way I let what people said it was always something wrong with something I did and I have to let go of that it's crap it's mess and I had a ball buying these little things and painting them the way I want to paint them and and just feeling blessed and giving things away you know walking the dog when it gets cold, my depression gets worse and I don't want to go outside. Guess what? If you want to get a comforter and a hot cup of coffee or chocolate and just sit balled up, do it. If you don't work, find a way. But don't stay there, though. Research. Do the work on yourself. Learn how to get past those moments. Learn how to call the national data uh, base hotline for suicide or for help. Those people are there and they're trained to listen. They can't fix you. They can't change, but you just need to get it out. One of the biggest things we're afraid to do is pray because we've heard pastors and we've heard people pray these big, giant, long prayers, prayers, just communicating, talking. Look, I'm not happy. God, I'm scared. God, I don't know what to do. God, my loved one died. And then the next one died. And then my best friend died. And this happened. And every time you turn around is something, God, I need your help. I don't know what to do. I was suicidal. I was in a mental hospital. I went through all of those things, but I kept doing the work because I still had kids that I needed to love on, grandkids, a husband. Don't look for people to make you happy. Find your joy. Happiness is a moment. Ooh, I ate a candy. Ooh, that felt good. Ooh, I'm happy. We got to go. So, ooh, I'm happy. People came by to see me and we're all laughing. And then when it's over, you feel that because some of us are chemically imbalanced and we don't mean to be that way. It's just real. It's real, y'all. Depression is real. People who've been to war, people who have fought and they've seen horrible things. I spent 
time with my father-in-law before he passed at 95 and he shared stories of storming the beaches of Normandy. He shared the racism stories. He shared what it was like going to war and seeing his relative's heel being blown off and he couldn't jump out the hole to go help because he would have got shot. How they had to stay behind, why the others got to go because they kept all the blacks behind. There's all these stories and people get depressed and they wonder why I've heard people say, I don't like talking to old people, they talk too much. No, they've experienced life. They've experienced things that if you hear them, it'll teach you. No, we don't want to hear them go on and on and on. But you know what? Sometimes you have to say, I love you, but I'm watching TV, right? I'm, I love you and I love your story, but can we talk about this later? If they get sensitive, well, you have to be real with people, but always do it in a spirit of love, a tap on the shoulder, you know, something just super sweet. And I just felt like sharing that because we're midway, almost finished with January. It's already the beginning of the year. There's deal more deaths. There's all these variants of the COVID, the Omicron, the clu, clu, the flu COVID. I mean, there's all these different names. And then if you keep on looking at every news break and every report and every doctor and every person saying this about ethnicity and how they're trying to kill these people and what they're trying to do over there, stop. It's okay to check in every now and then, but don't flood yourself with all of that. You get information for you. You find out what it is. You Work on your diet. Eat right so that you're healthy. Keep your immune system boosted. So you can't blame anybody for what is going wrong if you're not taking the steps to get better. Wear your mask. It ain't that cute. It ain't that important to be seen. Cover your face. If you want one, then go get the clear mask if you still need to look cute. Whatever. But take care of yourself. And love on others, too. You see them doing, hey, put your mask on, sweetie. Hey, if they say no, then don't hang out with them. You're not trying to have them cough all over you. Oh, we make fun on these videos and we laugh. And it's funny, but you know what? I've seen movies. And us, old, the older group, we've seen movies where we laughed. And now we see things coming to pass. And so we get it. But the younger people, they just, some are, are feeling like there's no hope. And some are feeling like they'll live forever. Don't take life for granted. Don't take life for granted. Do the work on you if you're depressed or suicidal. Take care of you. I want to give you this number. It's 1-800-662-4357. 1-800-662-4357. It's uh, uh, advice on dealing with sadness. It's a helpline, the National Helpline Database. Please call that. Okay? So a wellness toolbox, like I said, is a set of tools that you can use to help soothe yourself when you're feeling down. The tools you find must most helpful might not work for someone else, but it's important to carefully consider what things can help you feel your best. Think of things you like to do when you're happy. Then when you're feeling down, try one of those activities. Cuddling your pet, listening to your favorite music, taking a warm bath, reading a good book. Just a few tools. Create a list of the activities you might try when you're feeling bad. Then choose that activity when you're having a particularly rough time. So again, 
If you're going through and you're feeling like you can't take it and you need someone to call outside of friends and family, 1-800-662-4357, the National Helpline Database. Well, y'all, this is just January. I'm ready for the year. I'm ready to start doing some more of these podcasts. I welcome you to listen. I welcome you to comment. I welcome you to go to my email, livingyourdreams.333 at gmail.com, livingyourdreams.333 at gmail.com. If you just want to, you know, ask a question, or ask for some information, but guess what? There's Google. <laughs> I love you all. I truly do because God made you and I love him. So everything he makes is good. Do the work, get help. Create your toolbox and let's live to the fullest every day. I love you all. Take care. Next time, this is your girl, Michelle, with Straight from the Heart. Bye-bye.